0: If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, true creators, and welcome back. So today I'm going to be talking about sleep. And I know that this is kind of a funny topic, um, but it's been coming through for me for a little while And actually, I have an online group called the True Creator Community, um, where we do once a month, there's a group channeling circle. And last month, in the month of August, one of the main things that came through was, you guys need to sleep more, let yourself sleep. And it's really interesting, because so many of us feel really um, sort of conflicted or, you know. uh, shameful about needing sleep. And uh, maybe we're needing too much sleep. What's wrong with me? I want to sleep all the time. Well, I'm going to dive into that today because it was really interesting that this came through. And actually, (laughs) always perfect timing. Last night, I slept for 13 hours. Uh, That was crazy. That was really wonderful, actually. And, um, It's really interesting to me because, you know, I went to bed before nine, fell asleep, woke up with my alarm and did a couple things and then immediately fell back asleep. And um, so, yeah, 13 hours, that was nice. Um, But even still, even with the podcast that I'm doing and everything that I already know about sleep, there's part of me that's like, is that okay? Am I lazy? Um, no, it's definitely, uh, not being lazy. It's really important that I get sleep. So what happened? I, I want to back up and I want to sort of, sort of share a little bit of my story about around my awakening. Um, when I first went through my awakening and within six months after my awakening started, I married my husband and my twin flame and we, um, you know, got together and got married almost immediately. And I remember he had already been launched into his awakening about a year and a half prior to mine. Um, and we met at that time. Uh, if you want to listen to a little bit of that story, I think we share it in our Twin Flame podcast. And so I remember he moved in with me. He was in South America, he came back to the States. And lived with me before we got married, and I remember he slept so much, and I was still in go-go- go, go mode. I was um, really, you know, I don't know, very anxious, very uh, self-conscious around what other people thought of me, and it bothered me. I was kind of a control freak. I'm not going to say that I'm not anymore, but I've loosened a lot of that and it really bothered me that he was sleeping so often. And he said, you know, he'd spent 20 years working, he was retired military. And not only that, but he was just going through this massive awakening. And he said, I just feel like I need to sleep. I need to sleep so much. And interestingly enough, through allowing him to do that, I started realizing that it was okay for me to sleep too. And I started realizing how sort of high octane I had been living. And I was really just pushing myself into this constant action. And I started allowing myself to sleep too. And he would really help me with that. He would motivate me to, you know, if you're tired, Allison, go to sleep, go take a nap. And I, you know, at that point thought, oh, it's not all right, maybe I won't sleep at night, um, but I allowed myself to start sleeping. And it is an essential part of the awakening process, as if we don't have a million other things that we're experiencing and adjusting to as we're going through this spiritual awakening process, which really is a body process. Like Our body is really doing so much energy shifting and just shifting in general, physically, mentally, emotionally, and on that energetic level, we're doing so much changing that it's really a huge part of this awakening process. So why is it a part of this process? Why is it something that we're now doing a lot of, um, you know, if we're going through a spiritual awakening process? And honestly, even if you're not consciously going through a spiritual awakening process, the energy of the planet has shifted to the place where all of us are experiencing it. Um, we, We can't not. We're all a part of this earth. We're part of the collective energy. And because the earth has shifted... A lot of those barriers and veils have also been lifted. That's part of the process. So whether we're consciously going through an awakening or we're just living as humans without being conscious of that whole process that's occurring, a lot is shifting. And we are all a part of it. We're part of it. And so we need a lot of sleep to be able to process all of these energies. And not only that, not only do we need more, um, but we are more aware of what we need if we are conscious about our spiritual awakening process. So not only do we need more because our bodies are going through so much change all the time, but we're more aware of the fact that we need certain things, right? That's part of the awakening. So previous to the awakening, I did not realize I didn't have the self-awareness that I was pile driving myself into life. I didn't know that, (laughs) you know, I I was maybe vaguely conscious of the fact that I was a little bit miserable pretty often, but I wasn't really aware of that. I didn't have that deeper awareness that was saying, Oh, I need to really pay attention to my body. I really need to, um, or have a desire to pay attention to my energy and how I can, you know, clean that up or how I can be more in alignment with my, my true self. So we are not only going through these things and we need it, but we're also more aware of what we need. And we're just kind of being more conscious in general and trying to, um, I don't want to say manage because that sounds maybe more negative, but we're, we're trying to navigate all of this. And, um, you know, maybe surf the waves. I can put it that way. We're surfing all these new energetic waves on the conscious level. So, um, I remember, you know, different things come through at different times, uh, as I channel and there does seem to be sort of like continuous themes that come through. And I remember a few years ago, I think it was three years ago. Um, where it seemed like every channeling circle that I held, information would come through about everyone needs to drink more water. And I, I still remember it was various, You know, it was probably three different channeling circles, group channeling circles, and the information kept coming through. You guys need to drink more water, drink more water. And the same thing is happening with sleep right now. It seems that it's important specifically at this time When it came through during that group channeling session recently, just last month, for the true creator community, um, it came through to say, you, when we sleep, the reason that it's important right now is because when we sleep, we are more passive to these energies and to this realignment and to the insights and downloads that are coming through. So it seems that, you know, our world is busy, um, especially here in the U.S. and, um, you know, possibly other more industrialized countries, we are obsessed with being busy, (laughs) even though all of these beautiful messages have been coming through um, as we're all sort of, coming into this understanding that we need to meditate, we need to slow down, we need to appreciate life on a, in a different way, um, I, I think there's still a lot of deconditioning in terms of what we think is okay, and we're still having a hard time allowing ourselves to sleep. So what came through during this channeling circle with the True Creator community is when we sleep, we are allowing ourselves the passive reception of whatever downloads and whatever shifts need to occur in our body. And, you know, this is a little bit related, but I'll share this. Um, Just before this podcast, just before recording this, I was meditating. And one thing I'm working on right now is my heart. I feel sometimes that I sort of constrict my heart. And so I've been really working on opening it, working through the heart And I'm meditating and I ask my heart, what would you like me to do right now? What would you like me to focus on? And immediately, like I didn't even have time to finish that thought, my heart spoke and said, allowing, allowing. And in that moment, I felt this relaxation throughout my body as if I had been holding back all of the love that surrounded me and allowing it into my body and into my energy field. And it felt so good. And I realized that this is what we all do all the time. We are, when we're in action mode, we're often not allowing. When we're in daytime action mode, where we're going and we're doing our things, sometimes we don't allow, we don't allow. And we're actively putting up blocks I shared, um, I believe it was in last week's podcast, that simply the act of thinking is um, pushing things away. It's blocking energy. Uh, When we're thinking, we are not allowing. We're not accepting. Um, And so this meditation was just so beautiful. It was so helpful for me to understand. And if we can compare that to sleep, we are at our most passive when we're asleep. We're just completely passive. We're entering dream states, um, you know, and we're, we're allowing our body to repair itself. So these are things that we know on a scientific level that our body goes into a repair mode and a different level of processing can occur when we're not out there moving around. So think about this in terms of energy. Same thing happens. Our energy body has a chance To um, repair, to allow new insights in, to allow all of the things that we've gathered throughout the day to disperse. Um, You know, anything that our guides want to bring through, it can come through really well during the sleep state. I have two different types of dreams often. And I'm not necessarily a dream worker, but I do, you know, that's not, that's not my strong area, Um, but it is an area where I receive a lot of guidance, a lot. And I noticed that I have two different types of dreams. When I have had a really busy day and I'm sort of in go, go, go mode, when I fall asleep, especially if this has been continuous throughout a few days or, you know, heaven forbid, like a few months, um, if I've really been in go mode, my sleep, my dreams tend to be processing dreams and processing dreams are more symbolic. They're more, um, they can be more fear-based. They can be more, um, kind of dealing with just, you know, jumbled things throughout the day and, and they still give me insight. Um, But, but they're more symbolic, like I said, and they're more, um, I can feel that it's sort of, it reminds me of the dreams that my mom, (laughs) my beautiful mom used to tell me when I was growing up, she used to have the funniest dreams. They were all, you know, soap opera characters and, um, just really weird, random stuff. And of course, you know, they're all symbolic and they're tapping into that collective unconscious. And so they can feed us a lot of information. Um, and, and often they do. And I do work with my dreams in the morning as I remember them. The beautiful thing is that when my mind is not super busy at, during the day, when I've allowed myself to meditate, when I've gone through and processed my emotions throughout the day, then I tend to have more visionary dreams or prophetic dreams. And those are things like being directly told something, um, given a sentence or a a visionary picture, or um, just really being more directly told something. Uh, And usually that happens right as I'm about to wake up, that little window of time where, I'm just coming out of the sleep state into wakeful state is when I usually get these really beautiful um, prophetic insights. But that usually only occurs, like I said, if I've been processing my things during the day, if I've allowed myself to decompress during the day. And so I wanted to bring that up to let you guys know that, you know, take a nap, (laughs) take a nap during the day. Um, I, I have wild dreams during the day if I take a nap. Those are always, right? Those are kind of crazy, but especially if it's hot outside. But, you know, I want to say that meditation, rest in general, if we're doing any sort of rest during the day, if we are meditating, if we're simply sitting and staring, that's so nice. Um, as I said, I've had a friend staying with me for a couple weeks and she just went back home and she's going through a massive kundalini shift and awakening. And I told her when she got here, because she's been very, very tired. um, I said, you know, I told her my story about how my husband really helped me see that sleep was okay. And I said, if you need to sleep the whole time that you're here, do it. Because it's doing a lot for you. It's very important. And she did. (laughs) She slept a lot while she was here. And gratefully, you know, I've already learned that that's not something that I need to be worried about with someone. It's actually a really beautiful um, thing for us all to do. So I pass that on to you, you know, be aware, are you going through a massive shift? Are you experiencing a lot of emotions right now? Are you really cued into the planetary shifts? Are you feeling all of the, you know, solar flares or any sort of awakening energies Are you highly empathic? And suddenly you're out in the midst of the world and everything is really intense for you. I want you to honor that, honor that, and take time throughout your day to just be. When I, you know, to tell another little story, when I was, um, this was again at the beginning of my awakening, my husband and I traveled and we were all over the world. It was really an intense time. It was really a beautiful time. Sometimes it was hard, Um, but we were traveling all over the world. And that was really amazing because one of the things that I remember witnessing as I traveled to these different countries was that people in other countries actually sit and stare a lot. They just kind of sit and stare at nothing. We don't do that in our country. We think it's weird. You know, maybe sometimes we sit on our porch and we talk to people or we sit around a fire, but very rarely during our day, do we just sit and stare out the window. And this was so normal in other countries. This was so normal. Um, It was, it was so um, prevalent that I couldn't help but notice it, it was striking to me how much people just sat and looked at things, you know, there would be, um, you know, we'd be walking down a street and there would be all these people sitting in their windows, just kind of watching the cars pass by or watching people walk by or, you know, sitting on their porch and just kind of watching, just staring and allowing themselves to relax. And that's really something that we don't do in this country. It's so rare. People think it's weird. Can you imagine yourself doing that? If you've never allowed yourself to do that, um, try it. You might feel kind of weird about it because it's really not something that we do in this country. And we just feel like we need to be productive all the time. And I would guess that even if you're someone who allows yourself to meditate and allows yourself to have relaxation time, this is still probably pretty ingrained in you, um, and I and I know that because it's also very ingrained in me. Um, it's not something that I allow myself to feel comfortable with very frequently. It's something that I've had to work on. And um, how funny, I'm sitting here in my office and I have those, you know, those little tea tags, when you drink tea, and it's got a little sweet message on the, on the tag of it. Just now I looked up and it said, there was one on my little pegboard and it says, nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. And that's by Lao Tzu. Um, how beautiful. Perfect timing. I love that I'm always cued in to the things that I need to see. So, you know, let yourself relax during the day. And I wanted to read something to you from my book, The Era of the True Creator, because, you know, when it really comes down to why don't we let ourselves sleep as much as we maybe need to or want to, you know, um, there are a couple reasons. One is a valid reason, and they're all valid, but one is pretty valid, and that is if I sleep, um, will I get myself depressed? uh, you know, or am I depressed? You know, do I need to be worried about something? Um, why am I sleeping so much? Is it my health? And all of those things, and those are valid. And those are not really what I'm talking about here. If you have a, you know, disposition toward depression, that's something that we can work through, or you can work through with, um, a therapist or whomever you like to work through. Um, but really what I'm talking about here is those of us and, and you who are just trying to be really productive for this fear of, um, one, it's not going to look great. Maybe other people will notice and say something like, why are you sleeping all the time? And two, you know, so like worrying about what other people think and two, because we just want to be productive and we want to accomplish things and we feel like we don't have enough time. So, I want to read to you this part from my book. And, um, you know, this was again, my book is written from channeled information. So, all of this information I channeled and then, uh, you know, wrote my own experiences as well and then put it into this book. So, this is from the chapter. Um, Our Eternal Nature and the End of a Time-Based Paradigm. And this is, it's on page 26. To go beyond the realms of time is to transcend our current understanding of concepts such as we have no time or that time is something we are running out of, and our misguided belief that constant action and functioning on the mental plane makes us more productive. Existing in the energetic realms of higher consciousness requires very little doing. Instead, we are called to learn a gentle focus that assists us in holding a pure vibratory state. When we are in a vibratory state without the realms of time and space, the future and the past are all in the eternal now. And our view of life changes from a series of events to a quantum experience, wherein all manifest from the energy that we are currently holding. In this sense, it becomes vastly more important to be an energetic state than it is to do anything. So I wanted to read that to you because... Um, you know, something in my own life experience currently, uh, you know, just two weeks ago, I left my daytime job and I am now working for myself full time doing my intuitive work. And um, I now am managing my own time. (laughs) And what's really beautiful about that is that I'm realizing that during the day, I can be vastly more productive by allowing myself a half an hour of meditation, by allowing myself to go for a walk and be in the sun. Oh man, I just need sun energy. It's so, so fulfilling for me. It it feeds me on a very deep level. So allowing myself to be in nature, allowing myself to take those things that maybe feel like, oh, shouldn't I be doing something else? Shouldn't I, um, you know, be working you know, really like hitting the books or whatever I feel like I need to do. I do have, you know, pretty extensive to-do lists throughout the day of things that I'm building and working on. But I know, and and just today, you know, uh, my experience, I slept for 13 hours. I woke up at seven and then went back to bed until 10. I couldn't believe it, you guys. It was really, you know, that's not common for me, but I needed it. And I woke up and then I meditated in bed for like an hour. You know, I did a few things here and there, um, but I wrote in my journal, I wrote in my manifestation journal, I wrote my to-do list and I meditated in bed. And I did all of those things and I still have accomplished everything on my to-do list. And I have a little bit of time before I go teach my dance classes tonight because I put myself in the frame of mind and in the energetic awareness of what I, where I needed to be. I worked on my heart. I worked on my energy. I worked on my belief around myself. Um, you know, I, I worked on just being present and enjoying life. And those are far more important to me than anything on my to-do list because really if I'm not doing something from the right energy, it's as if I'm not even doing it. I know that by now. Um, and so I wanted to pass this on to you. Let yourself relax. Let yourself sleep. Are you going through some energetic shifts? I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear if you feel that you're going through a kundalini awakening or a spiritual transformation or a spiritual awakening of some sort. Um, do you know, Or are you dealing with you know, feeling guilt around sleep? You know, let me know. Um, but I'll pass this on to you. Let yourself sleep and see what sort of downloads and beautiful insights you get as a result of allowing your physical and emotional and energetic body to pause, to sleep, to go into recuperation mode. And that creates that opening that we can receive so much. So, um, I do have one announcement before I let you guys go. And this is really exciting. Um, It's something that I briefly mentioned in this podcast about being an empath, but I am going to be offering an online empath course. It is uh, going to be open as of this podcast being up. It will be open and you guys can register for it. Um, I'm doing this course because I offered... I posted something on Instagram uh, like a month or two ago um, about how I move through my world and how I'm empathic and it feels really good. It's something that I really enjoy. <laughs> it's not something that I suffer from, and I received a ton of feedback around that, like um, asking me how I how I managed myself throughout my day. In fact, you know, I I mentioned in the last podcast episode if you didn't listen to it. I'm stripping again. I'm being a stripper again. And you can imagine, you know, when I did this before in my early 20s, I was overloaded with people's energy. It was exhausting. And that's why I had to quit because I actually kept getting sick based on the energy that I was receiving, not knowing anything about being an empath or anything like that. And so I am really in the midst of a lot of energy throughout my day but I'm very comfortable with it and I know how to manage it and I know how to navigate it. And I really enjoy being an empath. So I have been creating this course uh, based on all the questions that everyone asked me and also the information that I've channeled about what being an empath really is about. And I'll give you a hint. It's not about protecting yourself. It's about learning on a deeper level. So, um, yes, it's not about protection. It's about learning. It's about managing your own energy, learning your own energy. So I'm going to be offering this course. It's going to be available online live. Uh, I'll be teaching it live on September 26th. And if you are interested in that course, it's only $22 to register. However, I'm going to give you a discount, cutting that in half. So then it will only be $11 for you to register. And you can do this by um, leaving a review on this podcast. So to leave a review, you go to Apple iTunes. If you're not listening on there already, just head over to Apple iTunes, look for the True Creator Podcast on there, and leave a review. And then go ahead and take a screenshot and send it to me. You can email it to me or send it to me on Instagram or Facebook. And I will give you a code to cut the class... um, uh, course tuition in half. So it'll only be $11 for you. All right, you guys, I can't wait to open up that course. Thank you so much for listening. I love doing this podcast and just, um, you know, in case you're not connected with me on Instagram or Facebook, I just announced that this podcast now has over a thousand listens. And that is so exciting for me because this is really one of my favorite things to do. And I love that it's reaching so many of you and that so many of you are finding this um, helpful and that you're asking questions and that you're gaining insight and you're giving me your feedback, which is just incredible and edifying to me as well. So um, thank you guys so much. If you have any questions, connect with me and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.